I'm Carrie Ann. And I'm Allison. And this is Podcast Without an Audience. We're two friends, pick two topics, and no, we're two friends, answer a lot of questions. Yay! <laughs> or not. I mean, or who not? not. <laughs> who who knows? knows? We should have a veto card for at least one question each. Okay. Like, avoid, I don't want to answer this question card. Oh, a plead the fifth. I uh, like it. Ooh, even better name. Well, if you haven't figured it out, guys, we're mixing it up this week. Yeah, I didn't even know how to start this off. It is the last week. This is coming out the last week of the year. Yeah, we are recording it a little early, which is great because I'm already like thinking about my New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. And I don't love the idea of New Year's resolutions. And so I have my New Year's list. Yeah, you do a list. Yeah, which I think we've talked about in an episode at some point. But um, I'm currently building my list for 2022 and it feels really good. I love it. Anything good on there? Uh, the bike ride again. Yep. Of course. It always stays on the list. Um, I want to camp more and hike more. Um, I miss camping. I love camping. We should go camping. We should. I don't have any any stuff anymore. Well, we. I have good news. Um, I know people. Good. You know people. Uh, but yeah, so we can find you new camping stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, one of my friends introduced me to a website that has, like, discounted uh, shit, shit, oh. and it's amazing. So that's about to go on my Christmas list. I love it. I love it. I am bringing in the new year. When this when this episode comes out, I will be getting married the next day. Oh, are we finally telling everybody when you're getting married? I guess it's Is time. It time. It's time. Oh, I can't wait to be in your wedding. I know. I'm so, so grateful that you're in my wedding. It's going to be thebomb.com. For sure. Haven't said that in 100 years. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh, the day that this comes out will be right after your bachelorette party. That's right. We're going to, when we come back like in real time, we are going to have so much because I have you. this yeah. mystery bachelorette party that CA has handcrafted with the help of a whole wonderful team of people yeah yeah. who just happen to be amazing party planners and creative and we're gonna Mm -hmm. have a blasty blast blasty blast i'm so excited i know and today we're doing something a little bit different we are answering questions that some of our listeners have um sent sent us over instagram and we're not going to be able to get to all of them good gracious we're just going to do like a small right and I have also bribed Allie into playing my very favorite game, which we plugged a couple of episodes ago. Um, we're not really strangers. So if time allows at the very end, I am bugging Allie until she agrees to answer some of my questions too. Oh, well, of course. No, the, we're going to, the questions will take, I only chose like a handful. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. You were in charge of that part. So yeah, I just picked my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Are you it. ready? I'm not sure, but we'll go with it. My womb is where it's supposed to be. Your womb is no wandering? Is not today? wandering at this moment. It is a warm gerbil-ish day. Okay, so let us see. So Dill Allred wants to know <laughs> your favorite cupcake flavor profile. Ooh, 
Okay, so I don't have a sweet tooth, like, at all. What is wrong with you? I know. I don't like sweet things. If I eat a cupcake, I can literally take, like, one to two bites, and then I am done. So my ideal cupcake flavor profile is more uh, herbal. Mm. Like, I love a lavender Mm -hmm. cupcake. Lavender and lemon. We're having lavender lattes at the wedding. Did you think of my flavor profile when picking your latte? This is really about you. I was hoping it would be, but I didn't want to push it too much. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, anything not very sweet. So what's funny is I have a very specific memory of you. There is a fantastic bakery in Greensboro called Maxi B's, and they have a cupcake called the 7-Up Cupcake. It's so good. It is so good like holy shit so good and it's like floral and light and it's not too much and you i would have never tried something called the seven up cupcake and we went together introduced it to me yep and then for my 25th birthday you came to visit me in maryland and brought me a box of assorted cupcakes from maxi b's Mm -hmm. and the seven up cupcake was the one I got. Mm-hmm. And I love you mm-hmm. it, even mm-hmm. more for it. You're welcome. It's also green. So that It helps. is green. Oh, yeah. Dude, when I met you, just now that we're like just putting it all out there for this question <laughs> episode, when I met you, you were low-key obsessed with green. Yeah. Like your car was green. Every binder you had was green. I know you're wearing green right now. Like everything was green. I have everything. green glasses. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, I've at least narrowed my greens down to all be within, like, the same shade family. Mm-hmm. The earth. The earthy greens. Which goes along with your cupcake profile. Yeah. I don't do lime green as much anymore. Mm. Uh, I did have a lime green car for you did. six years. Yeah. It was a great car. Yeah. I kind of miss it. R.I.P. All right, so what's your cupcake flavor profile? Oh, I'm a... I'm a I, I mean, I love the 7-Up, too, but I love a red velvet. I really do because I'm not a chocolate person and red velvet is literally chocolate with bugs in it. Isn't that what makes it red? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is though. I don't know. Oh no. Why oh, would you do that? <laughs> gonna Google it do quick. not tell me that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've already told you now. Oh God. The cream cheese. I'm just going to power through. I like the cream cheese. I didn't get to eat cupcakes for a long time. I'm making up for it now. Does your favorite red velvet cake contain insect remains? Fuck. Why? Um, let's see. I don't need to know. No? Do you don't want me to tell you anything else? The fact that you're having a hard time finding it gives me hope. Oh, no, I'm just like reading the article oh, uh-huh. really quickly. Sorry, it was the first article that came up. Mm-hmm. So... That's fine. The Anyways. finest research here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It but was the, best. the first link. Okay. All right. So another listener wants to know how many spoons are available this week from your fan from Finland. Aw. Um, I'm having a high spoon week. I'm having a moderate spoon week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am experiencing some career transitions. That have been really positive. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's given me a few more spoons. That's great. And like as I get further, you know, 
Yeah. Just moderate spoons. Mm -hmm. Moderate to high, maybe. That's great. Yeah, it feels really good. I love that. AV on the road again, which is a really cool, like they travel around in a Oh, I like that. It's really cool. Wants to know, what was your personal favorite intersection that you have covered so far? I actually have an answer for this one because I've thought about it a lot. Tell me. Um, Epigenetics and the Titanic. This is not an intersection we made, but we missed it. We should have talked about trauma and epigenetics and the iceberg. You only see the tip you of it. You only see and the tip. And then trauma goes so deep and <sighs> the Titanic hit the iceberg, but we missed it. We missed it. And I hate that. Every day I think about it. You think about it every day? Probably. I regret it. I'm so sorry. That is a good one. Thank you. That is a really good one. That was a really early episode. That's how much I think about that specific <laughs> episode. <laughs> I don't have an intersection that I think about on repeat. And I, I try not to go back and listen to our old episodes because I just get cringy on myself, you know. Um, but I do we do listen to them when we edit. Um, but I think I had the most fun. I think I had a good time talking about the Great Depression mm-hmm. and all those recipes. Yeah. Did I tell you that my aunt brought Jell-O? Uh, uh, what's it called? Salad? Jello salad to Thanksgiving. This, this year? year? Mm-hmm. 2021? 2021. Orange jello salad. No. With the carrots? No. It, my grandmother used to make it with carrots. Right, this right. It had like fruit in it and... God, what year else. is it? I know. It was an interest. I didn't try it because it was orange, but... Oh my God. Art by L.A. Walters wants to know, do either of you watch Jeopardy? Just got a question correct on the Synoptic Gospels. Oh. Look at us. Yeah. Doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I occasionally will watch Family Feud uh, when we're waiting for like 90 Day to come on or, or The Bachelor or something. Um, but Jeopardy is a good one, too. It makes me feel like not very intelligent, but I love to guess. Um, I used to love Jeopardy. Eh, I used yeah. Love is a strong word. I used to like Jeopardy. Um, but I don't watch TV very much. Like, if I'm watching something, it's usually Netflix or Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and it's either on in the background while I'm doing something else, or uh, it's something I've seen before, and, like, it's a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't watch, like, cable. Yeah. So I don't watch Jeopardy. Yep. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I do a lot of crossword puzzles, though. That's kind of the same thing. That is almost identical to Jeopardy. Yeah. Good good link up there. Thank you. <laughs> um, I just bought an anarchist crossword puzzle book that's cool. requiring a lot of Googling. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm doing it with one of my friends. That's awesome. I love that. All right. So I chose multiple questions from this person because I thought that they were both good. Uh, the first... So this is from The Business of Lizness. If you had to choose a different career and money wasn't relevant, what would it be? So I, I keep answering these first. Would you like to go first with this one? Um, I think if I could be, um, I would like to think I'd like to be a student full time. Oh, that would be amazing. I think that would be really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Just learning all day. Mm-hmm. I think I would, I think I would really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I also think, uh, yeah, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Okay. Um, I longed for many years to be a writer. Mm, I know. And like, I know I bounce back and forth about being a pilot right now, but 
my heart has always been with writing and I love writing. Um, and I haven't done it in a long time because work got to be too much. COVID got to be too much. Mm -hmm. I'm just spread too thin right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I could really dedicate time to anything, I would love to get back into writing. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Writing is one of those things you have to make time for. Absolutely. And like if I was really on top of my shit and had enough spoons, I'd probably wake up early in the morning and write every morning. But mm -hmm. I just don't have enough spoons most days. Oh, I get it. Waking up early is really difficult yeah. for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the thought of you writing again. I love it. I love the thought of you being a student forever. Oh, thank like, you. Like, you love learning. And I do. And you just have, like, this curious mind. You'd be great at being a full-time student. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Eros1003 wants to know, what's the one episode you're most excited to do? Ooh. I'll go first. You go first, because I need to think about that one for a second. I have literally sat down to do... Uh, Henry VIII. I am, I am. Three times. And it is so, like, I want to do, like, a three-part series, not just on him, but his kids and that whole legacy. And it is just, I have to get it right. And it's, like, one of those things, like, the Book of Mormon or the Synoptic Gospels where I have to dedicate, like, 15 hours. hours. Yeah. Because what we do every week, it's, like, we write an eight-page paper yeah. every week. Maybe and more. Like, I've done a lot more than yeah. that sometimes yeah so i just have to find the time and when you do just know that i've just worked really hard on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i keep a list i think we both have lists on our phones mm -hmm. at this point of our like dream topics or like things that we want to do um and one that i really have been researching a lot is attachment styles. Mm -hmm. I'm really fascinated by the attachment styles. Um, and there's so much to cover with that. Um, and I feel like it could be a really long series. I also talk so much about attachment in general, like in my everyday life, mm -hmm. that I feel like I sometimes need a break from it. I don't know. Yeah. But it's up there. Um, I also would love to do deeper dives into some of the um, often misunderstood diagnoses like DID, the Dissociative Identity Disorder, mm -hmm. um, kind of like we did for bo Borderline Personality yeah. Disorder. Oh, yeah. So just like break into some of those and like explain them better. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Other weird experiments. Like mm -hmm. if you've got topics, throw them my way. Uh, I just like researching it all. Oh, for sure. Love it. Love what we do. So the business of Lizness, because I, I chose two of theirs, because this one is perfect. Oh, I love it. I'm ready. Would you rather have a penis on your forehead, like a horn, or penis fingers? As a lesbian, mm -hmm. don't we already kind of have penis fingers? That is exactly right. I mean... These are my dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's more of like an aesthetic and not a practical use. Okay. I'm only recently like getting into aesthetics of mm -hmm. things. Like I am in my core romantic but also very 
practical. Right. So I went for the very practical application. So here. what what's your what's your decision, Watkins? Hands for sure. Hands. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. Hands. Okay. What about you? I'm gonna say face because really? I wouldn't be able to uh, do my job. You mm-hmm. know, I'd have to find a, a dick hand career. You know, porn's a not hand model for me. Oh, hand twins. Hand twins. Um, also, people will pay big money for like feet pics, and I imagine they would for like dick hands too. Yeah, I love you're in this alternate universe that you're like a sex person. I'm. I love my, like I'm, an icon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have put a lot of thought and energy into this alternate personality of mine. And and you're so passionate about it. <laughs> I love that for you. Shell Bill MW wants to know, CA, are you guys going to get a P.O. box? Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I looked it up and I called Allie that afternoon. I was like, hey, here are the prices. And Allie was like, great, let's do it. And I was like, cool, I'm in my car. I'll do it when I get home. Mm-hmm. I've literally not thought about it once. <laughs> so uh, that's my bad. Uh-huh. By the time this episode comes out, we will have a P.O. box. I love it. We'll yeah. drop it. So I'm... This is me holding my future self accountable. (laughs) Okay. Beautiful. So Bailey Quinn says, Allie, I'm begging you to redrop your savory oatmeal recipe. Oh. All right, Bailey. Here it is. What you're going to do is you get one third. It's just whatever feels right in your heart. One third, one half cup, whatever you want of the oatmeal. I do the instant ones just because I don't have very much time in the morning. Pop that sucker in the microwave. Mm-hmm. I do one little wedge of the Baby Bell cheese, or the Laughing Cow cheese, excuse me. And I mix that into the oatmeal. And then I do an egg, sometimes two, mostly all, always two, two <laughs> eggs. Um, and I like them kind of runny in the middle. So you just throw some salt and pepper on the oatmeal and you put the egg on top and you break the yolk and it is so good it's so good and oatmeal has more nutrients for you than grits but it gives you that you know the cravings yeah 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 that's the uh that's it that's it for the oatmeal or for the questions all right and the last one i've chosen to uh say on the pod is from sarah marie wrights who says, what were each of your favorite albums from 2021? Or what have you, we could even all expand on it. Like, what have you been listening to lately? Um, I feel like I need to share with you my 2020 wrapped or 2021 wrapped thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I have to admit, I have listened to Adele's 30 album probably 100 times at this point. Really? Yeah. Um, maybe not 100 definitely 30. In fact, I listened to the whole thing again yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I haven't listened to it yet. That's really disappointing. I should get on that. I'm so sorry. I can't believe you're admitting this on air. I listen. I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let me just tell you the music, music genres in case you miss it on our story of what I've been listening to. What, while I'm looking mine up, if you want to talk about yours. So my most played uh, song fa- from the year is Rain On Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've also got Billy Joel on here. I've got some Hamilton, you know, surprise, surprise, some Cardi B, some Bishop Briggs, some Mr. Wives, of course, some Panic oh, at the Disco. Mr. Wives. I love them. I know. I know. For some reason, I got re-obsessed with the Panic song, New Perspective, from mm. the Jennifer's Body soundtrack. Uh-huh. It's so, it's a, it's a banger. Nice. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So, I did not take screenshots of, like, my top songs, but I can tell you my top genres and then my top artists. Beautiful. So, my top genres, from most to least listened to, are indie pop, dance pop, new Americana, uh, bubble grunge. I don't really know what that actually means. That? I have no idea. And bluegrass, for a little twister reel. Oh. Um... The song that I think I listened to the most was Time Fighter by Lucy Dacus. And I spent a total of 504 minutes listening to Lucy's music. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't Tegan and Sarah? It was not Tegan and Sarah this year. Uh, my top artists are Lucy Dacus, The Whalen Jennies, Dodie, Mary Lambert, Lake Street Dive. And I'm going to add Rising Appalachia to this list. Mm -hmm. uh, also, I'm trying to get tickets to go see them ASAP. Oh. Because they're coming to Asheville soon um, in like two weeks. So those were probably my top like five or six artists. Awesome. Plus Adele, of course. Uh-huh. Um, I pronounce it Adel. Adel? Mm -hmm. Edelweiss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Swifty. I'm not, you know, into like the pop stuff or country but you're into pop grunge or bubble, bubble gum, grunge bubble grunge no exactly what, what that is means. that that sounds like a a weird mouthfeel i'm gonna uh, i want to google bubble grunge bubble grunge they made that shit up that definitely sounds made up if if like my screen time would probably be mostly asmr though because i listen to it every night when i fall asleep that's really cute okay so bubble grunge According to Urban Dictionary, because that's where we go for all of our most relevant uh, definitions. Info. Is a label rock critics used in the mid-90s to describe a genre of music which was a poppier version of the harder sound of alternative and grunge genre, which had prevailed in the early 90s. Representative groups include Collective Soul, Blush, Third Eye Blind, and Matchbox 20. Oh! Uh, they could also include, uh, nope. Nope, that's it. I'm surprised that wasn't on mine. Third of I'm surprised that wasn't yours, too. Yeah. Maybe we got each other's for yeah, some maybe it, reason. Maybe it did a little switcheroonie. So thank you guys so much for submitting some, you know, all those questions. They were really fun to go through. They were really fun to go through. <laughs> they were super fun to go through. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. So let's move on to this game. Yeah, so we're not really strangers. Uh, you Some light ASMR as I open the box. Has three levels of play. So uh, we're going to start at level one, which is called the perception level, and it's how we perceive each other. Mm -hmm. Level two is connection, and level three is reflection. So mm -hmm. I figure we'll do like one to two questions per level. Sounds great. Cool. All right, so we're starting with level one, which is perception. Okay. I perceive you to be great. <laughs> you are so sweet. <laughs> I think we've already won the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me read. Ah, 
That's why we can't have nice things. I'm so sorry. Here's a note from the creator of the okay. game. So this game was created to build connection and to like help people c- connect with each other. <laughs> uh, so this says, note from the creator. I have found that there are two ways to play this game. Number one, play safe. And number two, play to grow. The second is how you win. Oh my God. I feel like this is Jumanji. So this was also developed by a young person, like a teenager, I think. Because oh, wow. she wanted more um, like personal Like real conversations. Yeah, which is exactly what I crave 90% of the time. I don't do superficial conversations well. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw this game, actually, I played it with a group of friends, one of whom was a therapist and in mental health as well. And um, I need to stop moving because the sound's going to be weird. Um, but we were playing it for like five minutes and I had already ordered it for myself. So Oh, nice. Yeah. But so in, we about to get deep. Yes. But in keeping with the very last question that you asked me, we're going to start off with so Allie. You, 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 you drew a card? I just drew a card, yeah. Okay. If MySpace were still a thing. Oh, God. What would my profile song be? Oh, oh, what would your profile song be? What would my be? profile song be? Okay, so we got to think back to the time. Wait, currently? Currently. Or yeah. Currently. Um, do you know what my first thought, this is not accurate at all, but my sure. first, my first instinct was to be like, okay, what is like, uh, my brain was like, what do we have in common? What could I choose? And my brain went to that song. Do you remember in the L word when Dana breaks up with Alice and the song's like, and it just replays, it uh-huh. plays like repeatedly over the series. That's what I thought of, but that would not <laughs> be the song. That would not be the song. It would have to be the sweetie song best friend right now. Because that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. She a real bad bit. That mm-hmm. one? Oh, Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Final answer. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Got it. Boom. All right. What's your first question? Oh. Do I seem like more of a creative or analytical type? Explain. You do both so well because I know your day job and I know your hobbies. And I know that you have figured out how to balance the fact that you have a very analytical day job and a job that doesn't allow you a lot of creativity, even though I know you're still like Mm -hmm. in a helping role, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't give you like much freedom. Mm -hmm. So you found this really beautiful way of incorporating creativity into your everyday life. Like through performing your rocky shadow casting the podcast like Mm -hmm. you love to find ways to be creative um so i'm gonna say both like are you ambidextrous do you use both sides of your brain really well i do i can also write with my left hand and god your answer is so much better than mine i've played this game a lot well done i also think about you a lot like you are my best friend and so i you know feel like i know you very well i love it Thank you. Okay, I'm going to step up my game. Here we go. Okay. okay. Get ready, because I'm about to fucking... I'm coming at you. Brilliance <laughs> about to happen. You ready for this one? I'm ready. Uh, I probably should have picked a, a different question, but we're going to roll with it, because it was Are the next one. Are we still on, on level one? Yeah, this is still level one. Okay. Do I seem like someone who would get a name tattooed on myself? Why or why not? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> no. First of all, 
I don't have a single tattoo. You don't have any tattoos. You've been talking about getting a tattoo since I've known you. Yeah. You have yet to get a tattoo. I, I know that you will, issues. I know that you will get one. Oh, for sure. Um, but no, I don't think I no, you would not get anybody's name tattooed on you if you're a picture person. Mm-hmm. And it would definitely not be a partner's name. It would no. never be if anybody's name even at all a possibility would be a family member. Yeah. Or Leo. Or Leo. Or Leo. Mm-hmm. No, I would never name. get a name tattooed on me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. Yeah. What reality show do you think I'm most likely to binge watch? Explain. Oh, oh, that's a tough There's one. So many options. You love reality shows, and I just don't know them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch TV. I only read. My name is Carrie Ann. I haven't had cable. I know. In that's a million years. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with an old classic. Tila Tequila? I have never seen Tila Tequila. What? What? You know what it is, though, right? You know who she is? She had the first bisexual dating show on, like, cable. There's a bisexual dating show? That's so cute. It's called um, A Shot at Love. I mean, was it good? Not really. But the girl that she didn't choose just, like, goes around and tours all the pride circuits every year. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Bachelorette in Australia, the first bi-bachelorette, chose, chose a guy. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, me either. Um, I also did not watch it. I just saw it on TikTok mm-hmm. because I was invested at that point. Yeah. Um, what reality show for you? Like my gut is 90 Day Fiance, but I think that that's just because you've been talking about it a lot. I'm obsessed And you're about to get married. Also, there's 900 different versions of that show. Yeah. That is absolutely my most well, bingey. Well, so the one that my brain went to, which is probably one of the last reality shows I would watch regularly, was The Four Weddings, where like all the brides oh go to all God. the different weddings. I was like, how much fun would that be? And Years and Rays would obviously be the best. That is so funny. Okay, so they don't make that show anymore that I know of. Right. But... If you go back and watch them, it's so dated. Oh, it you is, and I watched an episode we did. like a year ago. Yeah, we yeah. sure did. We were having like a super low spoons day and I came over and we just watched it. They, it is dated for sure. There's yeah. like bumpets and shit. It's like early 2000s. Yeah. 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 It's high quality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Do you want to do any more from level one or do you want to move up to level two? I feel like level one, we just breezed through. Yeah, yeah. I th- I'm thinking uh, they get, like, more meaningful. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. do more from other levels. If okay. We want. So we're moving up to level two. And level two is connection. Mm. Um, so let me see. Uh, what's your mother's name and the most beautiful thing about her? Oh, God, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. So my mom's name is Nancy. Nancy Bell. Which is the cutest name. She's a good one. She's she's sweet. So the thing that the what what was it? The the, the most, most beautiful thing about her. The most beautiful thing about her, I think, is her spirit. She's such a fun person. Yeah. She's like and and what I, I love and appreciate about my parents is they never discussed politics in front of us. They never discussed 
anything really that would sway us one way or the other. They really allowed my sister and I to create our own opinions over time. And just their parenting style in general. Like, I really respect my mom for always allowing my sister and I to work things out ourselves. And they were just so smart knowing that they could never win. And it taught us so much to be able to feel like we were making decisions as young people. That's really sweet. Yeah. Good. She's a good one. Yeah. Good job, Nancy. Good job. All right. You have a question for me? I do. Has a stranger ever changed your life? Ooh, that is a good question. A stranger. Well, we were once all strangers. Oh, good point. Yeah. And you've changed my life profoundly. Thank you. And we were strangers many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Has a stranger, like a stranger who stayed a stranger, ever changed my life? I would also accept somebody who you may have known for a short period Mm-hmm. That is now a stranger. Ooh. Are you thinking of somebody in particular? Oh, okay. You gave me a look. I just, I never look at you from the side. <laughs> <laughs> you want a different angle of this face? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I know. I was in grad school and um, an event happened in grad school and I like had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Middle of the girl's bathroom as a full grown adult, just sobbing, like unable to breathe. Um, And this person came up to me and like just sat there with me. And they didn't say anything. They just like sat there, like they assessed the situation. And I think they eventually brought me like a roll of toilet paper or something. (laughs) Um, And I never saw them again. Wow. I, they asked me if I was okay. Like once I was able to, you know, calm down and breathe. And I said, I was, and they asked me where I was going. I said, I needed to go back to class, which is where all my stuff was. And I had friends there. Mm -hmm. And about this time, like I had a friend who realized I wasn't in class and came looking for me. Mm -hmm. I maybe even texted them to ask them to come and, you know, help me figure it out. But this person just came and sat with me for like, what felt like a long time, but it was probably only a few minutes. Yeah. Um, and I never saw them on campus again. You know, it was just kind of that weird moment of someone else kind of getting something about the human experience mm-hmm. and not pressuring me to, like, get better, or get over it quickly, just kind of being there. Or to even, you know, discuss it. And yeah, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it was really healing in that moment a good person shout out to you this one's for you whoever you are (coughs) i feel like there are other ones but that's the only one that comes to mind in this moment that's this is hard it's a hard game it's hard yep okay um since you are about to get married Mm. how would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word oh safe Ooh, okay. Yeah. You feel very safe? I do. I do. It's a very warm place. I'm going to say more words about it. Sure. But um, but safe can be the big word. I have never been able to love somebody unconditionally. And I think that is the key. Yeah. Because I've dated a lot of people. Sure. And um, I've also kind of been a serial monogamist most of my life. Like I've been in relationships pretty much always. Mm-hmm. 
And I, when they say it feels different, it really does. And just like being able to not be working to change anybody or to change yourself, but just to be able to coexist with somebody else. Yeah. Exactly where you are and exactly where they are. Wow. Yeah. That's a really great word. Yeah. 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 Okay. What are you most afraid of, failure or success, and why? I think that everyone's afraid of failure. To, not everyone, but I think people, a lot of people claim to be afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems almost oxymoronic to be afraid of success um, because you, like, that's goal but I think one of my fears is achieving levels of success professionally and not feeling personally satisfied yeah so I think that depends on how you measure success and that's what scares me is like I am not scared of um I'm more scared of being unhappy and unfulfilled Mm mm-hmm by achieving high levels of success Mm -hmm. because I know I can work my way up the ladder. I know I can be successful, but what's going to be the cost and will I regret it later? Yeah. And also my fear. Like, what do you do when you like quote, get everything you've wanted? Yeah. Like what, then what, then what, um, and what is actually going to bring meaning to your life? Like Mm -hmm. the work that I do is empower is empowering and impactful, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's my bigger fear is success, but at what cost? Yeah. I think that's very fair and very reasonable. Yeah. I've, th- I've been thinking just a lot about like, you know, like the meaning of life and, and the why, mm-hmm. right? And you can have all of the money in the world and you could be a very successful person, but you could still die in a helicopter crash. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And bad things happen to good people. And there's no real reason why. Mm-hmm. And my biggest takeaway over the past couple of months is just to, like, live in the moment. Yeah. And, like, plant your feet and mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. Don't put it off. Just be. Right. That's important and mm-hmm. powerful and hard. Yeah. Like, that's really hard. Yeah. Especially as people with anxiety or other stuff going on. Like, it's hard to just be present. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult. Yeah. And it's one of those things that people tell you all the time. Mm -hmm. And and for me, it was like a big life event that was, you know, just put a mirror in front of my face and was like, you you have to slow down. Yeah. You have to. You just gotta. Yeah. Okay, this is a wild card. Oh. So a wild card means that we both do it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So both of us have a few seconds. We're going to fast forward, but it says 30 seconds to think of or write the most important things in life to us and then compare. Oh. So think of the three most important things. I'll do the same and then we'll compare our lists. Okay. The three most important things in life. In life. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what is your first one? 
My first one is compassion. Oh, very good one. My first one is connection to others. Oh. Yeah. I'm all about the connections. Yeah. All about that jazz. Yep. Number two is loyalty. Oh, that's also a good one. Uh, my second one is hope. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think my loyalty is connection. I think that's yeah. where, that's where I was going with that. Yeah. Like being consistent. Mm-hmm. I love hope, though. And I think compassion and hope can go yeah. hand in hand as well. Yeah. 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 My third one is communication. Oh, man, I love that. I was leaning towards like caring for others or like mm-hmm. something. I couldn't find a word. Yeah. Philanthropy. <laughs> Altruism. <laughs> um, but I also really love communication. Yeah. I think we should both have communication Let's on the list. That. I love That's that. a strong list. Yeah. So, I feel good about our list. Yeah. We have five together. Yeah. Yep. That's a good number. I agree. Love it. Oh, that was a fun one. Okay. Okay. So what what has been your earliest recollection of happiness? Yikes. Woo. Okay. <laughs> Coming for me. Was it Christmas morning? No, I was scared of Santa Claus. What? Did we I not mean, talk about this? I get it, but... <laughs> Like an invader in your home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my parents are sleeping. That's the most terrifying thing I can think of. I Especially if like as a three-year-old. Has that developed a complex in like millions of children across the world? Has it impacted my relationships with men? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming back. What would Freud say? Oh, Freud would have a lot <gasps> to say. What would Pavlov say? The big furry white thing. <gasps> You've been conditioned. Oh my gosh. Is that, and you uh, chose penis for little Albie. Little Albie. Yeah. There's so much to say about all of it. Yeah. Let's yeah. unpack that. Um, my happiest memory, my early happy memories. Mm-hmm. There are some. Okay. I have this memory of my brother and I watching the Brady Bunch together mm-hmm. when I was, oh gosh, six or seven maybe mm-hmm. and the schwanz man used to come into our driveway like once a week and my parents would buy like meat or whatever else from him and they would always get us these little cups of ice cream with so, the wooden spoon with the wooden spoons so jacob and i would stop watching the brady bunch when we heard the swans man pull up and we would go get our little red wagon cart and pull it out to the truck and the mom would load like whatever meat or whatever she bought and then we'd go back inside and we would have these ice cream cups and finish watching the Brady Bunch. Oh. And that was like my first really happy, like we looked forward to it every time. And I loved the Brady Bunch and like just having that memory with my little brother. That's so um, sweet. That's wholesome as fuck. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yep. I have a memory with the Schwanz man, too. Do you really? Yes. No way. So we did not partake of the Schwanz. <laughs> well, I don't even know what was... I had no idea what was in that. It's, it's, like a, deliver, a, it's a food delivery service. Yeah, it's like a refrigerator truck. So me and my oldest friend in the whole wide world, Jack Wowza, we would chase 
the swans man. We had some type of inside joke. And what we would do is like walk around the neighborhood. We would just walk uh-huh. around the neighborhood. And Jack had a, a video camera constantly. And we have these videos of him like bringing, I think it was like a four leaf clover to the swans man. <laughs> I know. I know. All of that feels so fitting for what I know about Jack Wells. Though. Yeah. 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 All a very wholesome, very suburban situation. Yeah. Both of yeah. I didn't like looking back on it. I'm surprised the Schwanz man even came to Roxborough. Mm-hmm. Like small ass town. They could not have had a large clientele. Yeah. Um, Charlotte would have made much more sense. Yeah. But my neighbor, that's where that's where he was going. Yeah. That's where he was yep. going. Yep. Yep. So. Oh, I love that we have happy, wholesome Swans Man. Swans! If there are any Swans Man who listen to <laughs> this podcast, please bring me some ice cream. I I knew the wooden stick. Like, yeah. I have I have visions of that. Yeah. And I it wasn't even mine. <laughs> I, so, and it was different than the ice cream at school, which also had a wooden stick. Mm-hmm. But there were two very different ice creams, so I could not tell you the differences at this moment. Right. But I remember not liking the ice cream at school and really loving the Swans Man ice cream. Mm-hmm. So if anyone knows that difference, let me know. Well, let's jump into level three. Level up, level up. We're leveling up again in our friendship. Ooh, here's a fun question. You ready? Yes. How do you think our personalities complement each other? Oh, well, I think it goes along with our greatest fears. (laughs) Okay. About our personalities. Yeah. And perceptions and how Mm -hmm. other people perceive us too. Oh, yeah. I think, first of all, I don't think I could do this with anybody else but you. No, same. But I think that you are analytical, you keep us grounded, Mm -hmm. and I feel a little bit more all over the place. Um, and I think just our dynamic works in that way because mm-hmm. you contribute a lot more analytical and like research based comments. And then I, Aww. I bring the other side of it, like the <laughs> movies and the media and the quotes and yeah. Yeah. And so I think that plays along. I think it just plays out well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that. Oh, I don't know that I'm actually supposed to answer my own question, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, I think that another area that we complement each other is that you bring so much passion to this and to everything that you do. And you are like the person who drives us full steam ahead and also like helps us navigate where like I get to participate in like content and all of these other things but we balance each other out with spoons and we made the rule early on that like Mm -hmm. what neither of us can freak out at the same time and i think also our um banter is really natural i think the way that we communicate has always been incredibly like deep and healthy and we have similar senses of humor which like even i think we're funnier off the podcast than we are on the podcast sometimes there's a there's pressure when like well first of all we're sitting on the floor in a bedroom right we're not like out having a salad not that we've ever done that (laughs) beer yeah veggie dogs and beer beer. uh yeah there is kind of a little bit of pressure when the and also like the pressure to be funny because like there are all these other comedy podcasts yeah we're just coming at you trying to be relatable and like 
you know, we may know or may not know about a topic beforehand. So, yeah. But I think that we have a lot that complements each other. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That's why we've been, we've stayed friends for so long. Mm -hmm. What do you think I fear the most? Oh, shit. (laughs) How deep do you want me to go with this though? I mean, you can always, we can always rein it back in. We got a great editor. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness for Jacob, the editor. Um, what do I think you fear the most? Ooh, that's gonna be a tough one. Is that too deep? I'm just trying to like, my brain is making it very broad and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like narrow it down. Because I think that you're one of the most confident people I know, at least externally. Um, I think that you have a fear about, um, like needing to always be put together and like always present yourself the certain way. Um, because you are so incredibly smart and driven and you work so hard. And sometimes I feel like you're afraid to let anyone see anything other than that image. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think that you, um, can be really guarded about that, Mm -hmm. which makes like people naturally feel like they know you, like anyone hangs out with you for more than five minutes and they're like, Oh my God, Allie's incredible. And it's true, but it takes more time to really get to know you because trust is so important to you. And like, you don't just let people in automatically. Um, so I think that that might be associated with a fear of like deep vulnerability. Yeah. I'm with you. And also I think it's related to my job too, which I, I've said before, like I choose not to talk about them on the podcast, but having to be put together. Yeah. 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 You nailed it, dude. You nailed it. I mean, we could go a little deeper sometime, but we'll need a glass of wine for that. (laughs) (laughs) Or two. What do you think my greatest weakness is? Oh, being too nice. (laughs) You are too nice. I've gotten that feedback before. I mean, you're like the perfect amount of nice, but I think you're very trusting of people. Mm -hmm. And I think they, not many people take advantage of you, but. I can be very stubborn and headstrong. But not to anyone's face. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I think that you're so excited to meet new people and to try new things. I think for fear of hurting other people's feelings, mm-hmm. you go along with things mm-hmm. for maybe longer or I mean, I'm you don't a little called out. Stand but that's up. okay. <laughs> My inability to cook is also a big weakness. Oh, I don't know. You know, I haven't cooked. The last time you cooked and I ate the food you cooked was when you moved from your old apartment and you were still painting those chairs, moving into your current uh-huh. place. And it was New Year's Day. Oh, did I make you lucky soup? Was it New Year's Day? No. I think I I'm combining two memories. Probably. Look at memory. Look at memory. So many memories. Flashback 100 years ago at this point. (laughs) All alone in the the moonlight. moonlight. No, I think I came over to your house a few years ago to work on my resume. Oh, yeah. 
And I think you made Lucky Soup. That was January 1, and I didn't quit that job for two more years after that. I. <laughs> Why don't we unpack that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the last time I remember eating the food you've cooked. So that, that's been like three years. But I was really good at Lucky Soup. It's one of my go-tos. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll share that recipe on the pod. Yeah. We'll see. Throw a bunch of beans in a bowl. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you make it sound easy. Well, I just described Half instant of- <laughs> oatmeal. <laughs> How does one earn your vulnerability? Um, I think consistency. Mm-hmm. So I think that people often feel like they have... I think you and I have similar gifts in this way. People often feel more connected to us than we feel to them. Um, like people I've gotten, I've heard before that people, when they first meet me, like feel super connected and mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. You're very engaging. I love meeting new people and talking to people and hearing stories. Um, but vulnerability is hard. And there's therapy for some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly it takes consistency, like in showing up and also in how you respond to vulnerable things that I have shared in the past. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have a good response, I'm not going to share like deeper vulnerable things because, yeah. you know, whatever. I also look very closely. I love observing people and how they treat others. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing for me. Like if you are kind to the people around you, if you have kind things to say about them, then I'm more likely to trust and to show that vulnerability. Yeah. Fair. Very yeah. fair. Also yeah. how you treat weight, like waiters. Oh, that's a huge one. I've definitely broken up with someone after a second date because they were shitty to a waiter. Yeah. Can't do it. Mm-mm. Absolutely I not. I think we talked about that recently. Did we? I Probably. Don't know. It I sounds like... familiar. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to do one more? Yes. Ooh, I've got one. Okay. Okay, this is another wild card, so we both have to do it. Okay. I dare you, and you dare me, to do something outside of our comfort zones in the next week. Oh, I love it. And we have to report back. Okay. I dare you to say no. Well, that's very on the nose. Mm-hmm. Fine. I dare you. Feel free to veto this one. Okay. And I'll give you more than a week. In fact, I'll give you all of 2022 oh, to do God. it. Oh, God. That's more than... All right, go ahead. <laughs> I dare you to ride an airplane with me. Oh, fuck. No! <laughs> Ah, oh, okay. I will. I one will take try. Off, one landing. Okay. We will stay in the pattern. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah. I'm gonna need tequila, but yeah, we can make tequila happen for you. Okay. Not you. No, not be, me. Just you. <laughs> you'll be planing. Yeah. So wait, what did you damn me Ooh. to do? For you? Yeah. To say no. Oh. Okay. I'll work on that. No, uh, I don't want to say no. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 Doesn't work like that. No, you just, you know, just, just say uh, no. You know, say no. No big deal. We're going to say no. No, NBD. Um, you say you, no to me all the time. 
See, I'm great at saying no. There you go. I have grown a lot in the past year. (laughs) Oh my god! I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, girl, you got your wings, boo boo. Girl, I am a whole new me. Yeah, I I thought you were gonna say a whole new man. (laughs) (laughs) I just need a few more spoons, like throughout the week, and they'll feel really great about life. Dude, I feel that. Yeah, I feel it for sure. Okay, fine. Carrie Ann Watkins. Uh What do you think? I should know about myself that perhaps I'm unaware of. Um, that you suck at receiving compliments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I think that you should know that you, something that you are unaware of, which is. I have food on my teeth. You're never going to let me live that down, are you? <laughs> Friends one tell times friends. I didn't notice. <laughs> um, no, I think that uh, I don't know that you know that you deflect a lot of compliments and like just don't receive them. Like I'll tell you something, you're like, "Oh, that's sweet," but you like don't actually internalize them, and you're like not actually reflecting on the fact that I've just given you a compliment. Okay. Would you like to try giving me a compliment? I'll receive it well. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a compliment in some weird way. It was not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here's a compliment. Okay. Um, you are really excellent at giving advice when I need it. And I appreciate that you always seem to know the right words to say. Thank you. I try. That's just because I know you, you at do. this point. But you've always known me. You've always been good at that. I made you a chart. Have you used your chart? I mean, I haven't dated enough to use my chart. Okay. Well, it's there if you need it. Thank you. I appreciate that. If anybody needs a flow chart on whether <laughs> you should date somebody, send me a DM. I got you. Oh, this would be a fun one. And we can do it um, for the pod on our Instagram page. This is another wild card. So it's just between you and me. Okay. But we both have to do it. Uh, in a second, I'm going to, or we're going to scroll through each other's Instagrams, and we're going to find a picture that you feel best represents your partner's essence, and comment on why you chose that image. And then we will share these images oh. to our Instagram page so that everyone else can see which ones we chose. Okay. And my our Instagrams are private at this point, so. Yeah. I'm going to make mine public again at some point. Oh, I'm, we're not, I just look you up. Oh, I can. <laughs> I was about to throw my phone at you. Okay, your essence. The essence of Carrie Ann. What is your essence? The essence. The, you uh, well, I found one already. Are I've, essentially uh, delightful. Yeah. Well, well done. Very, very good. Thank you. I. I really hate that both of our profiles are private right now, and that other people can't appreciate the joy that is both of our profiles. You know, the one the one that I wanted to say automatically was the one of you and Dolly and um, Rue, because that's a that's a good one. You've got your body language, but I can't really see you. So I'm not going to I'm not going to choose that one. But that that's that's a very essency photo. You know, I might choose the one with you in the red dress holding the balloons, like peering over the cute glasses. Oh, that was a minute ago. Yeah, but you look just so charming and put together, but also like really fun and um, approachable. Oh, thank you so much. I will take that compliment. 
I will never forget that one person. Um, if I could choose a boomerang, it would be this one. Oh, yeah. That's a high-quality dancing boomerang. I I felt really good in that moment. You look really great in this moment. I love how many appearances I make and you're... I know. I'm like, God, I don't remember taking that picture together. I know. Me too. We should share some of these, like, older pictures of us. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... I like this. You look really happy in this picture with you and Ayaka. Aw. You do. Thank you. You look happy and charming and I know family so important to you. Oh, thank you. Also, you know, you refer to everybody as your sibling and that was really confusing to me as a new friend. I haven't done that in a long time. It's really just me, Jacob and Ayaka at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, Though it's interesting that you chose one with me and another person where I look really happy. Mm -hmm. Oh, me and Big Daddy. Yeah, this is another one. That's an oldie too. Yeah. Recently posted, but an oldie. I chose, I think I'm going to choose the one of you and Colleen. Oh, I love that picture. This is one of my very favorites of you. And you look so genuinely happy. <laughs> like you are belly laughing uh-huh. at Schmaline uh-huh. in this photo. <laughs> and it just brings me so much joy. And you're also wearing a black leather jacket because you're a badass. There's also toilet paper on the ground. There's also toilet. I don't know what's happening in this photo. We're dancing. Why is there toilet paper on the ground? Who I don't know. Who is the random guy in the background? I don't and know. why is there a Michael Jackson poster? So that was at Schmaline's. Schmaline did roller derby and we were at derby prom. That's the day I got my back piece. So oh. I'm not wearing a bra and my back is on fire. You know, I'm going to say that this is even more your <laughs> essence knowing all of that. Yeah. Um, you're an amazing friend, and I love that this picture exists. That's a good one. I think pe- people will also like that my hair is short. Nobody's seen my hair short. Yeah, I'm going to send this to the pod page so that we can post it later. Perfect. Love it. I also love the pictures of you on for the bike ride because I know it's really important to you. Yeah, I do love the bike ride. And, yeah. You got your rainbow sunglasses on because of obviously. Because of obviously. Yeah. Mm, I found a Rocky photo. Columbia and Brad. Oh, yeah. That's I posted that. You. I posted that on, the st- on my story, I think. Okay. You want to wrap this up? Well, I feel like you know me better. I feel like I you know me better. I feel this like... was a great exercise and a great idea and a great change of pace. Yeah, this was so much fun. And I love that we did not have to write 52 pages of notes <laughs> for it. It was a really nice change of pace. I'm getting married tomorrow when this comes out. So be thinking of me sending me lots of vibes. Hope the weather is good. And I will be thinking of you and all of the Patreons, all of the close friends group. You're getting a sneak peek. You're actually going to be able to see some stuff from the wedding. So super duper exciting. Look for that. Thank you guys for taking this roller coaster with us on a non-psychology and history week. We appreciate you. We hope that you guys had a wonderful holiday week. We hope you have a very, very happy new year. And we will see you guys in 2022. Woo!
whoop, whoop. And if you support us, blink twice. And if you're out there, keep listening. Thank you for listening to Podcasts Without an Audience. Find us on social media at Pod Without an Odd. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. Or find us on the web at podcastwithoutanaudience.com. Shoot us an email at podwithoutanaud at gmail.com. Our cover art is created by an actual angel, Ashley Acevedo. Our music is by Zach Smith and Ted Oliver. Editing by Jacob Beeson. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and all of our nerdy content. Please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us today. Oh, and check out our Patreon for exclusive content and our pasta recipe. Again, thanks, and keep listening.